How to Be Patient with Weight Loss or Any New Habit, episode number 33. Hi, I'm Clarinda, and you are listening to the Feel Light Mind and Body podcast, created for women like you. Women who are experiencing success in so many areas of life, but are struggling with weight loss, stress eating, and decreased energy. Losing weight can feel hard, heavy, and restrictive. That's why every week I will be offering you a different perspective, tips, encouragement, and a unique approach so that you can feel lighter in your mind and body rather than feeling deprived, frustrated, or discouraged. What if you could feel free yet in control around food for the rest of your life? What if you could enjoy your experience of losing weight and getting healthier? You absolutely can. You're in the right place. Take this time for yourself and let's dive in. Habits. You know those things you do regularly and basically on autopilot? Some are great and some aren't so great for your life. If you're anything like me, you've read books, watched videos, or explored habit training in some manner. So I'm not going to teach the basic actions and establishing a new habit. Although, let me know if you'd like to hear some effective top tips in a future episode. Today, I want to focus on how you can increase your capacity to love who you are now and enjoy your current life while still going after what you want. Sound good? I know, I already gave the spoiler in the title. It's patience. Patience, quite simply, is the ability to accept the process of getting there without getting all emotional about it. There'd be a lot less giving up on our goals if we could increase our capacity to accept that our now is a result of who we've been, and to be or get something different, we have to choose differently. That's just the way it is. No drama needed. We can patiently work with our brain and firmly but lovingly direct it so that we can have a better quality of life now and 10 plus years from now by establishing healthier habits while we can. But oh, our brains are instinctively wired to want to be efficient. Doing what we've always done takes way less energy and feels comfortable because one, it's familiar, and two, it's most likely pleasurable. Therefore, instead of getting mad that you reverted to an old habit the moment it felt uncomfortable, just recognize that you're coming up against a primitive instinct that you'll be able to override with practice and patience. So one way to increase your patience is to expect that there'll be times when you might not follow through. Give yourself some grace without going to the extreme of telling yourself it wasn't such a great idea and then letting yourself off the hook, unless it really wasn't a great long-term idea. Think of a habit you decided to change in the past and you did. Now, years later, you still maintain that habit goal you had set. You might still be tempted at times to revert to it, but you don't. Why? Get curious and explore that a bit as success leaves clues. I know one of my clients, Barb, was thrilled to discover that a lot of what I teach in the Feel Light Mind and Body program was familiar to her from when she successfully quit smoking. Next, think of the process of establishing that habit. Did you have mess ups? Did you detour a few times and have to take a longer route to get there? Most likely. But think about this. Often when we take the wrong exit, we discover something new and realize it wasn't such a bad thing after all. So 
unless you have a superpower that the rest of us don't have, there's a high probability that it will take many tries before you become a person who eats healthier, follows through on what you say you're going to do, or stop doing. Maybe you start regularly going to bed by, let's say, 10 p.m. Someone who doesn't work in the evenings or doesn't eat in the evenings. What would you love to have at the end of your I am statement? I am a person who. What first comes to mind? Don't ignore it. That's the next level version of you whispering that it's still possible. We can't just tell ourselves once that we're going to change a habit and then it magically happen. But can you imagine if we could? There would be fewer problems on this planet, that's for sure. We need to be patient as we establish new neural pathways in our brains. These grooves are formed from repetitive connections between our nerve cells in the brain. The frequency and consistency in which we repeat a thought or action determine how established it becomes. If it's safe for you to do, you might want to close your eyes for this visual. Think of a beaten down path through a field behind a fenced off area. It dips and turns and takes you farther from where you're wanting to go. But eventually, you do get there, albeit without much energy remaining. You take that path frequently. It feels very familiar. You might wish there was a better way, but a solution isn't readily available. Then one day, years later, someone removes the fence, and the entire field is now open to the public. Your instinct might be to continue to take the well-worn path because it feels easier since it's familiar. You could probably get there with your eyes closed and definitely without having to think about the route. However, you decide to reconsider. You realize you could simply walk directly across that field now and save yourself a lot of walking from having to take the long way around. You get to decide if it's worth it. Right now, you'll have to wade through some long grass and weeds. That will make it feel slower than the worn down, cleared path. There may be obstacles to deal with, like avoiding an anthill or a thorny patch, the unknown, and you may have to stop and put some rocks in place to get through a mucky area. It will take more energy and awareness. It will take patience for that path to become well-worn, comfortable, and familiar. Patience will encourage you to look up and survey the wildflowers surrounding you, to notice the little bird's nest on the ground, and to breathe in the newness of this path's experience. Patience and commitment keep you going because you know that in the end, it's going to save you time and energy. You're willing to feel some discomfort now to feel more comfortable later. Do you have a path in your life that you'd like to change so that you can feel better when reaching your destination? Remember what we talked about in last week's episode, the payoffs of a loving versus a harsh discipline for losing and keeping off weight. If you didn't get a chance to listen to it yet, it goes well with this one. Getting to your destination while still being able to enjoy the beauty around you and embracing the learning experience will increase your chances of it becoming your new healthier habit. You'll notice yourself just doing it. It will become part of who you are, part of your self-identity. Your patience will allow you to feel proud of this healthier and happier version of yourself. One of the I am statements that serves me very well is the habit thought of, I'm someone who rarely eats after supper, only on certain occasions. 
Then, when I occasionally do eat, I don't make it mean a thing, other than I occasionally do eat something light, and that's okay. That didn't just happen overnight. I found that habit hard to break. But saying it in this way feels doable and loving to me, as it's not rigid or harsh. That's why it's sustainable for maintaining long-term. Having a bedtime snack was very much a nightly ritual growing up. It was a family social time and a comforting connection before bed, as most of us would gather around the table. I'd go to bed with a very loved and contented feeling. As an adult, I became aware that that pattern didn't serve me well for getting a restful sleep and maintaining a healthy digestive system. And I was also hanging on to an extra 10 to 20 pounds that my small frame didn't need to be carrying. I tried numerous times to stop by using willpower, but eventually I would get back into the habit of watching Survivor with at least a bowl of popcorn on my lap, which usually led to more because I thought, "Ah, I've already messed up, so why not? Now, I know I could choose to eat before bed, but my reasons for not wanting to are strong and meaningful. So whatever habit you're wanting to work on over the next few months, be patient and give yourself grace for not being perfect. Otherwise, you'll be constantly struggling because I haven't met a perfect person yet, and I'm sure far from perfect, and I'm imagining you're nodding along with me. Being patient is being kind. Think of a parent teaching a child how to ride a bike. If they stay patient, kind, and encouraging, that child will have a better experience learning and can even enjoy what can otherwise be a frustrating or even painful process. You would never say to a child who's trying to learn how to balance on the bike numerous times falling over, you would not say, ah, what's wrong with you? You're so stupid. Let's put that same patience that you would have for a child, for a friend, for a coworker, for anyone else, and apply it to you. So how about you choose one habit to focus on this week? Are you up for the challenge to practice being patient with yourself? Are you willing to change your narrative? Remember, you can love who you are now and still want to change. It doesn't have to be a habit that produces weight loss, but it also can be. As you practice being patient and improving one area in your life, it'll be easier to do the same with the next one. You know that familiar expression, how you do one thing is how you do everything? So if you practice and develop patience for one habit change, it will be easier to tap into patience for the next challenge. And guess what? I bet you'll enjoy spending time with this version of yourself who is less judgmental, more patient, compassionate, and still willing to go after her goal and experience some discomfort breaking that new pathway. Be willing to look at your stories of why you do this or that. Direct your brain to look for what might be the truth that you haven't been seeing or believing because the story you've been telling yourself feels so true and it's been on constant replay for a long time. Just know getting a qualified experienced coach can help you do this easier and faster. I have a client on her second round of six weeks of private coaching, and she's experiencing so many ahas. One of the struggles she had was eating before going to bed, or even waking up before midnight and going to the kitchen to get something quick to help her sleep better. Sometimes she wasn't even feeling hungry, but eating felt comforting and familiar. But in fact, as she's now discovered, it was counterproductive. 
She knows because she has gone nights in a row without eating and was surprised that indeed she was feeling more rested upon awakening. And then on the night she followed her old familiar pattern, she didn't sleep as solid or feel as restful. Out of the first six weeks, five of those sessions were life coaching sessions as we focused on what was coming up for her that she wanted coaching support and direction for first. We did touch on this habit as a means to improve her sleep. At session six, she was so surprised and happy to tell me that in the six weeks with the work we had done on mindset and the teaching on how food was affecting her quality of sleep, she had lost 8.8 pounds by simply not eating after supper, no other changes to her diet, and also by not being perfect, as she did eat a few times. Progress, not perfection. Patience, not frustration. Remember, we were focusing the coaching time on the life stuff, not the weight stuff, although they're all intertwined. Hence, one of the reasons why I got certified in life coaching to help you even more. What I learned in personal training certification is helpful, but there were so many components missing. We're holistic, and if the mindset isn't incorporated, then the roller coaster ride of using sheer willpower will continue. When I say mindset, I mean getting skilled at understanding how and why you've created your current result and the empowerment that you can also create your new result in a way that feels amazing and so much lighter. I'm excited for this client as we move through this next round. Together, we decided to use the first half of the session to focus on the stuff in life that can weigh us down, and then the second half of each session on our weight loss goal. Online coaching is amazing. You can be in another country, four time zones away or more, and still get your brain coached. Amazing. I love it. And I love my clients and helping them get results. I think I have the best job ever. If Brie ever puts me in a nursing home when I'm, what, close to 100? I think I'll be facilitating life coaching sessions in the day room to help them enjoy their remaining days. I mean, why not? What if this week you chose one domino to get in place? One that feels doable and you can practice developing patience to be able to do it for more than a few days or weeks even after missed days. You too could choose that one habit change of not eating after supper. If you did that, what do you think would improve? Maybe you'd seek pleasure with your partner and connect more. Maybe you'd go to bed earlier, especially at first, to skip the 9 p.m. urge to eat. Maybe you'd do something cozy like curling up in bed with a good book or take the time to christen the beautiful journal someone gave you last year. I'd love to hear what you decide, so reach out anytime. I'm on Facebook as Clarenda's Empowerment Coaching and Clarenda Price on Instagram and LinkedIn. Let me leave you with this offer of a free 20-minute consult where you can ask me anything, or you can simply show up and I'll lead the way. This can get you jump-started. I'll add the link to this episode's description along with a free mini-course, a five-part short video series, five steps so your clothes feel looser. I can't emphasize enough how valuable it is to have a life coach to talk to when obstacles come up and to have a human, not a bot, give you a response. I love having my own personal coaching session each week. Whether it's me or someone else, look for a qualified, knowledgeable, compassionate, and experienced professional. One who can help you with the strategies needed to help you discover why you're struggling, help you get unstuck, 
and then equip you with the tools and support to keep your momentum going. It's so possible, my friend. I believe in you, and I'm available to help you. Now, do yourself the biggest favor. From love, take at least one action step from what you learned today. Knowledge without application won't give you the results that you desire. Let me know on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, wherever, what you are choosing to do and when. And yes, please leave a podcast review wherever you are listening to this. When people read your words and can see themselves in them, then you are contributing to women empowering other women. And that feels amazing. You just might change or save a life today.